In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dear Heavenly Father, give thanks and praise for the gift of our faith. Ask the Lord to send your Holy Spirit upon us. Help us to increase our faith. Help us to know you and to worship you as you so deserve. Amen. If you watch the progression of uh, kind of raising children, it's a very beautiful progression from like, from like in the womb all the way to hopefully adulthood and even you know, past that so you become like more peers with your children. And it becomes a very interesting analogy to how we can even grow in our faith, in our faith in Jesus Christ. Because when you're an infant, right, imagine like a newborn. There's no, you don't yell at a newborn for crying. You don't yell at a newborn for being hungry or for you know, soiling their diaper. This is what they do. You, you, the goal of a newborn, of an infant, is to protect, is to nurture, is to just like provide everything that that child needs. And then eventually there's this natural progression, very slow and, and hopefully very organic, where then they start to slow, you start to slowly discipline your children. You have, to, you have to go to bed at a certain time. You have to potty train your children, all these things. And then they grow and they grow in faith. And then it becomes the, the obviously the end goal of all of it is to raise God-fearing children who know how to handle the burdens of life, then know that life sometimes is challenging, and that's okay because we can persevere through it because you are loved by God and protected and supported by those who love you. And then the middle stage is very important because when you, when you grow in that, right, there can be this temptation of, like, well, when I was an infant, everything was provided for me. I, everything, whenever I was sad or burdensome, I was just provided for me. But that's not life. We train our kids, hopefully you train your kids, you know, when they get to a certain age, they're like, well, mom, that's not fair. I'm like, good. Well, life's not fair. We say that a lot, and it is so true. You have to prepare your children and prepare yourselves, really, for the realities of life, which can be very, very burdensome and very difficult. So in the, in the gospel, even all the readings today, I was praying with kind of all the readings today, you can see how that's how God has worked with us. That's how God has worked with the people of God. From the Old Testament onto us here today worshiping God as, as Catholics, as baptized Catholics. We hear in Isaiah what God is providing for his people. On the Lord, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all his people a feast of fat things, a feast of choice wines, of fat things full of marrow and choice wines well refined. That if you love God and you worship God properly, then I will give you a nice fat ribeye with a nice bottle of Cabernet. Like this is what God is going to give his people. This is what God wants to give his people. It's like a child. If you do your homework, if you behave, I'll give you dessert. Like that's how God was treating his people. That's how he had to treat his people. But then the gospel progresses, and then Jesus comes, and then now it's time to mature. Which maturity can mean like, oh, now I have to have responsibilities, or more burdens. Yeah, but you also get more freedom. You also become more of an adult. You be treated like an adult, even in the faith. So when Jesus comes, he gets frustrated with, with the apostles. He says, the reason you couldn't release this Satan, this evil spirit from this boy, is because of your lack of faith. If only you had a little bit of faith. There's a discipline there. That it's not like, oh, you're a child, don't worry about it, I'll take care of the burdens for you. No. This is the reason why you couldn't do what you were supposed to do. Be better. Learn. And then it continues. Because it's not just like you have little faith. Then Jesus says, the Son of Man must go to Jerusalem, he must suffer, and he must die. And they get upset. What do you mean, suffer and die? I don't want to suffer and die. That shouldn't be what the King of Kings should be. I want to go back to being a child. I want the ribeye. I want to be taken care of. I want to be nurtured completely. 
That's not what Christ came to do. He came to mature us in the faith. And then St. Paul, in the beautiful St. Paul of the Philippians today, he's got it. Right? So the progression of all of it is the Old Testament, the coming of Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, and then St. Paul's conversion, decade later, his preaching. St. Paul gets it. St. Paul is a disciple of Jesus. He gets it. He says, everything I have in my life is garbage. Refuse. It's just garbage. The only thing that matters is Jesus. I take away all my comforts, take away my health, take away my belongings, take away my life. As long as I have Jesus. He says elsewhere in the, gospel, in, the, in the letters, he says, I make up for what is lacking in the sufferings of Jesus. That this is the progression of faith for all of us. Now, in reality though, we're all at different places in our faith. And that's okay. That's very much okay. Because sometimes it can be frustrating. We want to grow, we want to go deep in our faith. And some of you are like full, because some of you are saints. You're on the path, you're on the journey to sainthood, and you're like there. Some of you are like, ah, I came to Mass today, I haven't been since COVID, or it's been a few months, or I hear, I kind of pray. Wherever you're at in the faith is fine. It's completely fine. As long as you're growing and maturing and allowing God to walk with you. Think, for example, of the creed. We say our creed of faith every Sunday, every Mass. Right? And we say it, we get so comfortable saying it, which is kind of a shame because it's such a beautiful prayer. It's such a deep, dense, developed prayer over centuries of the church. This is what we believe. This is who we are in the, in the creed. So we just start the creed like, we believe in God. Stop, right there. That's enough. We believe in God. Then we believe that Jesus Christ is true God and true man, consubstantial with the Father. Okay, who is the Jesus guy? He suffered, he died. He resurrected from the dead, okay? And then we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, all these things that are obviously very important. But if you focus, this happens so much in our faith, we can focus so much on the nitty-gritty of like the church and the church politics and the liturgy and some of the things of that sort and the finances and the morality of things. Those are important. Those are mature. We'll get that. We'll get there once we're a little more mature in our faith. But for now, just pause and just say, where am I in my faith. This is my prayer for you as your father, as your spiritual father. I love all of you so dearly. I want you to grow so much in your faith. But just understand, where are you? And just be, be okay with where you're at. Maybe you're an infant in the faith. Okay? Allow God to nurture you in the faith. Allow God to be very patient. Only focus on the love of God for just a certain amount of time. And then start to crawl a little bit. Just crawl a little bit. And then fall, start to take a first steps, and you're walking, this and that, and then you fall. That's fine, but you can't stay there. If we truly believe in the incarnation of God and Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection, we have to grow more into that. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have to know the love of God, the faith of God, and allow our faith to mature. It's very, very, very important. Because what happens so much for so many people is they get so burdened <clears throat> when life happens. Right? When a burden happens, when I fail a class, when my friends abandon me, when I'm betrayed, when in the hurt that comes in life, when death happens, we get like, like struck, like, where is God? Like an infant who cries for his bottle. We have to go deeper in that. There is going to be life tragedies. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be burdens. You're going to be betrayed. You're going to be hurt by those who you thought loved you. And that's the nature of life. Also, the nature of Jesus, that we can shift it. And only in Jesus Christ 
can we shift that faith where we say, but life's burdens, we want to fight against that. Think, for example, of our brothers and sisters. There's some, there's some Protestant groups, Protestant churches. They preach what's called the prosperity gospel. Meaning what? If you love God, if you pray enough, if you follow the gospel, you'll have health and wealth. That's the gospel. That's like Joel Osteen, these kind of guys. But then, but then life. And then life happens like, wait, where is this Jesus? Am I abandoned by the God who loved me because I didn't serve him good enough? It's a flawed theology. It's terrible theology. It's not what St. Paul is preaching. Everything I have is garbage. All that matters is Jesus. And that's such a beautiful maturity of faith. Now, how do we grow in faith? You ask and beg God. As mentioned before, this is the month of the rosary. Do you guys bring your rosaries? All right, good. And your Bibles? All right, next week. All right, rosaries, all right? If you want to stay after Mass, we have a rosary at 9.30. We're going to all pray together. Like, why is the rosary so important? It's not just if I, if I rush through it and pray 50 Hail Marys and five Our Fathers, I'm going to magically love God. No. When we pray the mysteries, when you pray with the, the birth of Jesus, the Annunciation to Mary, the death of Jesus, the proclamation of the kingdom, the Eucharistic presence of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the ascension of Jesus, all the mysteries of Christ, and then in your own life, you have to work. That's the proclamation of the kingdom. You're burdensome. That's the, that's the carrying of the cross. You're in utter joy because life is so perfect for you. That's the resurrection of Jesus. Wherever you're at in your life, you can be with God. And that's the maturity of faith. That's my prayer for all of you, really, as your spiritual father. As when you pray the rosary, when you pray your prayers, as you come to Mass, as you're on the journey of faith, you're on the journey. Be on the journey. But actually progress in the journey. Actually mature and grow. And finally, brothers and sisters, if we're on a journey of faith, if we're on a journey to go closer to the heart of Jesus, we need food for the journey. And that's why we come to Mass. It's a big part of the reason why we come to Mass, is to receive the Eucharist. Because when we receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, when we receive the eternal bread of life, we receive that journey. It's one step. As a child, you know, you're very patient with children. They have to learn to crawl. They have to learn to walk. And they can, then they can run. Then they can mature. And then you let them out in the world, and they can experience themselves and figure life out on themselves, still supported by your love. And that's the Eucharist. Every day, every week, we receive food, for the journey, and every day, every week we pray, Lord, help my unbelief, Lord, help our unbelief, amen.